Good morning and welcome to a true one. It's a true Sunday conversation. We have been doing this for 198 times. I believe that's Nine. right. No, or 199. No, for some reason, I think it's 198. Oh, it I, and the reason I know it's 198 is because our did 200- I mess up? No, you didn't mess up. Our 200th. Well, I mean, define, well, yeah, define I mean, we messing up. We've messed uh, up a couple times because this is really like our 201 episode. Right. But uh, not really. The 200th episode will be on New Year's Eve. No shit. Yep. How about that, talk, huh? Talk about starting the new year with a bang. Um, all right. Well, this is a Sunday Conversation Podcast. Um, 190. So what did we decide? This is 97 or 98? 98. <laughs> okay. This is the 198th rendezvous here. And we are sponsored by Loyalty Liquors, Dickie's Barbecue, Taco Casa, and One Stop Convenience. And we're hosted by Aaron and I. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I say? Oh, man. Now I'm second guessing myself. We're spon- Oh, yeah, no, I said sponsored and hosted. All right, good. How the hell are you, pal? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. It still cracks me up every time that we've done I reckon 200 of these and we still have to get through the intro. It's always something. Maybe there's like a Instagram account out there that it like highlights like really bad podcast intros <laughs> and they're and they're like an international maybe they're like an international Instagram account and that's why we have listeners in so many different countries. So I don't know if you saw Possibly. this. Obviously, most of the emails we get to the uh, Gmail account for this for this thing are most of them are just nothing. You know, ninety nine percent of them are just nothing emails. Other than remember that guy we had that was emailing us asking us if he could come on the show, and then you like looked at his Instagram. He had like eight followers. It's like all right, well. Sorry, buddy. We're no, a little, we're can't. a little too big time for that. <laughs> um, but you I don't know. Three hundred thirty million subs, buddy. Like I don't know if you if you saw this. I think I deleted it probably before you even saw it. But we got an email that said we were we were voted one of the top fifty Sunday podcasts in the world, and I was like, oh, that's you know kind of interesting. And then I looked at the. I looked at, you know, who sent it and it was like an Indian name. And I was like, all right, this feels like it was probably generated out of like a bot farm, you know. And so I was like, but I'm curious enough to take a look. So I clicked on the link and looked and like we were like the number 32 rated Sunday podcast of all time. And I'm like, all right, well, like, like why? Like what? What makes you say that? I mean, I think we're higher than 32, but, our, you know, we'll take it. There's yeah, probably okay. thousands of Sunday podcasts. So we don't want to be number one because we, we're coming for the top. Right. So that makes no sense when people say that. And then it was like it literally was just the tagline of the podcast. And like that was it. There's no, you know, no like commentary, nothing. It was just the link to the podcast. And, you know, the little like tagline, the little bio for the podcast or whatever. And then so I'm scrolling the list and it looks like they they basically just aggregated every podcast that has the word Sunday in it. Because every one of them had Sunday something. Are we alphabetically the number 32 
podcasts in the S in on the or I don't even know. Like, wh- how would they? Would they just type in Sunday? And then since we're Sunday conversation, like alphabetically, we came up thirty second. That so that's our that's our honestly. world ranking. Well, hey, I think we should start telling people that we're the number 32 podcast in the world. Number 32 Sunday podcast, Ben. Oh. Just on Sundays. Sunday. But, hey, I mean, there's got to be thousands and thousands of podcasts that come out on Sundays. We're not we're not the only one. Um, But uh, I, I just I thought that was funny when it came through. I laughed at it and I was like, eh, well, look at us. Well, hey, hey, you know, mark this down. Episode 198. In uh, December of 2023, give it a couple years. I bet you we will be the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, not a big deal. Um, but did you uh, did you ask me how my week was? Or no, I you did. asked how I was I, doing. No, I no no. Oh yeah, I said how I said how are you doing? That I'm, is correct. I'm great, Benjamin. I uh, I told you I had a story I wanted to tell you. So today's today's Buck, sunday buckle up let's go so friday night friday i haven't i feel like i haven't wait told. i thought there was two stories there was a cucking story and then no that, that guy this guy's a cuck hold on i gotta look at our text because if there was something else that i that i told you i was going to tell you i i already have forgotten uh we used to be such a civilized society i work last night anyway so i'm be tomorrow's better remind me to tell the story about this absolute cuck of a man no so just one okay. story i think okay <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Friday night, Friday night, I'm bartending and we have just a private party from six to 10. That's it. Not opening before or after for service, which is like fucking the dream, like go in work, you know, it'll be busy, but you're only dealing with one group of people. And then when it's over, it's over, get done at a decent, like we, myself and all my coworkers went out for a couple of drinks afterwards and, you know, got home at a decent hour. It's great. So the... <laughs> Okay, I do have a side story of this. So it was for the foot school, F-O-O-T-E. But my boy Elliot that I work with texted me and said, it's a party for the foot school, F-O-O-T. So I was convinced <laughs> that it was the Yale <laughs> School of the Podiatry. Time. And I was like, I in my head, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to the bottom of foot fetishes. I'm going to ask these people like, A, are there a lot of podiatrists that are, have, are foot fetishists? And B, what is it about feet that people are like so into? So I have this thought in my head all day long. I get to the bar, we're getting ready to set up, and there's a email with all the details for the party printed out on the bar. So I go to look at it, and it's F-O-O-T-E, which is the school that the people who own the bar, their kid goes to. And I was like, oh, it's not not the Yale school podiatry. So there, there's still Wait, foot fetishists is, there. Is the foot school at Yale? Mm-mm. Is it like the no? Oh, uh, it's a private. It's like a, a Connecticut boarding school or some shit. Yeah, it's a private school. It's in uh, it's in it's in New Haven. Yeah, day school. It's a day school boarding school. Yep. Interesting. So it was a, it was their holiday party for all their staff or whatever, and and most of the people were super nice, you know. But well, one guy made an asshole comment that was I was not happy about. But anyways, so hundred people, four hours, full bar. Uh, you know, so we have complicated cocktails. We have, you know, we, it's, it's a process. It's not just Jackson, Jack and Cokes and things like that. So we're probably about 45 minutes into service and we're, and we're busy, you know, cause with these parties, you get a hundred people that all come in at the same time that all order drinks at the same time. 
there's two bartenders and we're training it. We're training one kid, but he's not up to speed yet where he can just, you know, take a drink ticket and make all the drinks and we don't have to worry about him. So it's basically the two of us trying to handle all of it. I'm putting a garnish on a drink and I hear glass break behind me. I'm like, great. You know, of course. So this fucking dude who's like six foot three, probably 145 pounds wearing the dumbest, like try hard, ugly Christmas sweater I've ever like, you know how like ugly sweater parties, people either go like the, the really funny, you know, go the funny route with some kind of graphic thing on it or like the really just like atrocious looking sweater. This dude was wearing something that was like kind of in between. And I almost said something about his hairline, Ben, but I don't want to offend you. So I'm going to keep that to myself, <clears throat> but just the nerdiest weirdo. So I hear the glass break and I turn around and where he broke it, it's close enough to where my ice well is that I, and I didn't see what happened. So I don't know if any ice got in or excuse me, if any glass got in the ice. So, you know, bartender protocol is if, there's even a chance that there's glass in the ice. You have to burn all, you have to melt all the ice down, like make sure there's no glass in the well and then fill it all back up. And we're talking, uh, we're probably talking 80 pounds worth of ice that all has to get melted down. So I turn around and this fucking dude, Ben, in that situation, let's say you break a glass at the bar, obviously a huge inconvenience in a big party. What would you do? You're you're the guest. You're the person that broke the glass. What would you do? Dude, I'm so sorry. Can I help you or something? Yeah, right. It just just apologize. Hey man, sorry, you know, like my bad, whatever. This dude who had to be in his you late 30s, money? early 40s, just turns his back to the bar like a six-year-old and acts like nothing happened. So I have to shut down the whole well. I can't make any drinks now because now I have to handle this. So I run downstairs. I tell the dishwasher to like boil me some water. Basically I start filling the ice buckets. I bring those up. And in the meantime, I'm like, I can't wait for this dude to boil the water. Like I'm just going to, I took a quart container. I ran the sink on the hot and I just sat there one quart of hot water after another, just dumping it into the well to melt all the ice. And the whole time I'm just staring at the back of this dude's head. Like, you fucking dickhead. And I got people coming up to me ordering drinks. I'm like, sorry, can't make any drinks. It's going to be another probably 10, 15 minutes before I can make any drinks. And I'm just staring at this dude. Not once. Doesn't apologize a one time. And then has the audacity like 20 minutes later, once I get it back up and running to order, to try and order a drink for me. I was like, no, I'm not making you a drink, buddy. Sorry. Man. And then later in the evening. um, What happens? What happens like? In, on a like a night when it's not a holiday party, like is it not more than one ice well? Is no, we like, we have two. Or... We have two. We always have two. Well, on the on the busy night, you know, Friday Saturday, we always have two wells. Right, going. right. Um. So like people, the bar wasn't stopped dead. Like, no, no, no. Drink, yeah, drinks. Bartender, right? Drinks were still coming out, but you, you know, you're you are literally cutting the the capacity to make drinks in half, and for twenty minutes, you know, to get everything back set up and then ready to go again. It's you know, it's about twenty minutes where the bar's just working at half. 
But the problem is, is now. Mm-hmm. Imagine if like life was just like a hockey game, right? Yeah. And so you went out in front of the bar and mm-hmm. you, you tapped the guy on, on, on the front of his shoulder. <laughs> so let's right? go, and then you just you just jerseys, <laughs> you know, jerseyed him. So like for people that don't know, like just you reach over behind their back, pull their shirt up over their head and you just start peppering this guy. Right. <laughs> so then you. You get a five minute. You get a five minute major for jumping right. a guy, obviously, yeah, naturally. But like, all right, you go to the box for five, and then you come back out, and then you're go- you're going again. And then we're Don't going again. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, buddy, let's go. I'm hey, going. I'm, I'm going. Gonna fi- yeah, I'm gonna fight you right now, whether you like it or not, buddy. Okay, I'm gonna I'm guess- gonna feed you rights like they're Christmas cookies. Yeah, oh, I just Lord. it's because I mean that's a bummer, Aaron. And that's probably why I couldn't ever be a bartender, right? Yeah, there. dude. I mean, it's it's just funny because obviously, I mean, February would be five years that I've been bartending. You know, obviously, off and on, and I go long stretches where I don't work and stuff. But the one thing it's taught me is that like it's amazing just how rude and inconsiderate people are. Because then we had another later in the evening, this older guy, probably in his late fifties, early sixties, I would say, same thing, knocks over a glass. This one didn't break, thank God, but he knocks over like a pretty full glass of wine. Wine goes everywhere and literally doesn't even acknowledge that he did it. Like he's in mid-conversation with somebody, keeps talking the whole time, and the other guy like leans over and picks the glass up and like mouse, you know, he's like, I'm so sorry. And, you know, whatever. Right. So clean it up. But it's like, dude, are you fucking kidding? Like w- if I went to your house and just – knocked over a glass of water and then just acted like nothing happened you'd be pissed so why do you come out in public and think that like it's okay to just fucking knock stuff over and spill and make you know make us clean up after you like you know thank god for tips i'm making 825 an hour dude i'm not fucking sitting in diamonds and furs over here um also one more question so you're saying the hot sink Mm -hmm. is like away from the ice well so ice well is here. This is bad radio for people at home. Ice well is directly in front of you. It's probably three feet wide by two feet deep. And it's just obviously filled to the brim with ice. It's probably depth, like volume. It's probably two, two and a half feet deep. And then just filled yes. to the top with cube ice. But what I was saying is you said you had to fill so the sink, hot water. The sink is directly next to it. So the well is here and then directly to the right of the does well that, is the sink. Does the sink thing swing over? No, it does not. Not no. far. I mean, it swings, but it doesn't swing far enough to to get it into the well. Um, um, what about a little hose? Could you do a little hose attachment? Theoretically, that could work. I think we do does have it just one look somewhere. Ugly? Well, nobody can see. It's all behind. It's all behind and uh, under under the bar, so nobody can see. I'm just anyway. trying to help you get that ice melted quicker, Aaron. No, in all honesty, Ben, with a pr- listen, if it had been like a like a normal night, like a normal service night, I would have. It would have been more. Uh, it would have been more pressing to get it melted faster because with in this situation, but since though, they prepaid, you're just saying, you know, yeah, exactly. the foot school can <laughs> yep. shove a pretty foot much right up there. Pretty much. Yep. It's like, hey, you guys have this whole bar. There's nobody else coming in. I don't really give a shit if it takes 20 minutes for you to get a drink now because this asshole. So fuck it. I mean, everybody else. Right. Because at the end of the day. 
all the blame comes down to tall skinny fuck tall guy who likes watching uh himself get pegged in a mirror probably interesting okay okay all right, that might be all a little right. aggressive i don't know but you know i could i could see it let's put it that as we as we can way. tell aaron uh this guy really ticked aaron off so oh dude um, i went i went downstairs don't in the be basement. That guy. i went downstairs in the basement to get the ice and i was just like motherfucker like i just fuck, i was so pissed like yeah it's it's like one of the it's a funny thing because like Obviously, you're getting paid. It's the service industry. You have to provide good service. You know, it, your tips are relying on it. But there are just so many times where I'm like, I don't need this job. I don't need this fucking money. Like, fuck these people. I'm going to tell them exactly what's on my mind right now. But, you know, more often than not, you got to kind of keep it to Well, Aaron, the appliance guys, if you want to just continue down this this path of wrath, Oh, that's kind of a good. That's a good path of wrath. Ooh, um, write that down. So, we got our appliances at the house the other day, and three guys show up, and the and the 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 main guy was just completely like erratic from the get go. Pulls in the driveway, like immediately is like, we're behind schedule. you know, like rushing, rushing around. Um, it was around like two o'clock. So I'd been thinking about how to do or how to get this, this stuff with my father-in-law inside the house for like a couple hours, you know, like three full hours. And like, yeah. we had it all set up. Like I have these huge ramps that um, it, it's a two by 12, by 10 foot long pressure treated board it's not gonna break it's it's like you could put it up on scaffolding and walk on it all day for years right yeah and people so i have two of these ramps and that's how i get my welder in out of my truck and whatever a lawnmower on a trailer you name it they're very strong so i kind of like going into the side of our house is like a long like there's a like a carport so i had the guy back down the side of the house and like we didn't he didn't come in in the carport he came like beyond like on the outside up onto the concrete and then up there's you know a doorway into the house so i set these ramps right on the ledge going into the house like in the main doorway okay so all we had to do was just put these appliances like off this little trailer right onto these ramps that pretty much were the same width as the carport floor right so like there's not much room to walk around so we did the first thing i think it was the dishwasher we just went right up the ramps and then he he's like you know whatever being like hasty like not taking his time we put that in there so then he's like okay um we got to unwrap the entire refrigerator to get it in through the door i think it was like 36 inches with the wrapping on and we only had 34 inches so we unwrapped so he's like okay we got to put the refrigerator up underneath the carport and unwrap it 
So that being said, then my ramp system doesn't work because we got all this other wood and shit laying around. And I'm like, all right, well, if we put it there, then we can't get it back on the ramps. So there's a very abrupt step to get into the house right now. It's not like normal. We haven't finished it, you know, so it's like old school. So there's like a, it's like a little concrete step and then a big step up and then you walk into the house. And when I say big step up, like a normal step is seven inches tall, like a normal is stair. that is that true it's like yeah that's like seven inches is like what you've been stepping on your whole life about like going up the stairs so it's it's probably like eight and a half or nine right so it's not it, it's like a little bit taller so like you'd kick your toe yeah if you stepped up there like trying to walk up normal stairs so basically he's like no we got to put it on the on the ground he's like those ramps aren't those ramps aren't strong enough and i'm like i I, like i'm not saying anything but i'm like buddy they're fucking strong enough like (laughs) you know so we have to take the ramps you know off and now we're no longer going with that setup so we get the refrigerator up under the carport sitting on the concrete and we unwrap it Get it all undone. And then he proceeds to put it on a dolly. Now there's five grown men there. Okay. Yeah. Five grown men. So I'm inside the house because we got, you know, our doors are trimmed out, painted everything. We got cabinets like right inside the front door. Like the door, which is all done and everything. So there's like a lot of things. So I'm like, I'm like standing there. So this guy, has this refrigerator on this dolly and he's like yelling at his partner he's like okay one two three like no rhyme or reason and anything <clears throat> and they just yank it and they just smash the side of the wall and they just oh. scrape up the front of the thing Aaron I was so like you know whatever so basically so then we get it inside and at this point like I still oh so right before he pulled it in, I, I, I have my hand in there. Like my hand, yeah. I would have torn my hands up before I tore yeah. the wall up. Like that was what I wanted to happen. And he, and he looks at me, he's like, he's like, I can't do this w- with you, like with you right here. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, dude. Okay. So I take this step back and he's like, just absolutely smashes the wall. So these are um, appliance guys, right? Yeah. They install appliances. So they pull well, them we pull, in. Well, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So we get the refrigerator in the middle of the room. And I'm like, I'm like, at this point, like, I'm like assessing the damage. I'm like, well, this is completely trash. Like, yeah, because there's this big scrape on the front of the ice, like on the bottom of the ice maker. And he comes over and he pulls it out. He's like, oh, that just, he's like, we can just get a new part. I'm like, don't you think we would have done that before we pulled it in here or whatever? <laughs> so then like they had to spend like 25 minutes taking pictures of all this shit, taking pictures of the doorway, like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, dude, you know, so finally, like I chilled out and I'm like, I'd appreciate it if you were like, calm down yeah. because you know, you say you're in the, you showed up here and you like immediately say you're in a rush. Like, yeah. Okay, I can't 
help you with that. Right, like right. I'm the customer. Like yep. we're here to help you. And he, you know, and then one of the other guys chimed in, like, I don't, we don't appreciate you or something. And Aaron, I, that would have been like, I would have <laughs> taken a five minute major. Out, but um, I didn't say a word to him. And I'm just like, you know, like, you, I'm like, look at how you just, we just spent all this time taking notes of the stuff you messed up. I'm like, you know, that we could have, that could have been avoided all like entirely. Like, yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, people just like create their own problems. It's like he shows up, you know, whatever. If he just took a deep breath and used the five guy, like five guys can pick up a refrigerator, like sure. no doubt. Like you can get that in a house without it being messed up. There's no reason just two of you have to do it. Like, right. so long story short, it's just like, it's, it's every like whatever, you know, it's like, so now this guy, you know, that's just nothing. They're not, they don't fix the trim. They're going to order us the new piece, but it's just like, it's always something. And and people are just like, so I'm starting to think that it's like, I get, you know, they're probably thinking the same thing. It's like, I'm not getting paid enough to hear you bitch about your refrigerator right. in this nice ass house. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, but, so Ben, like, I think, well, I think part of that is you come from the school of Maiko where it's do it right the first time, you know, like that's the way I, I've, I've been around you enough times doing little projects where I know that your mentality is just do it right the first time. Like, don't fuck it up. If you can, if you can avoid it, get it done, get it done right. Then you don't have to do it again. And I think we live in a world where everybody's in a rush Everybody wants to, you know, so much more focused on the right own thing. Like Aaron, who was I expecting to show up? Yeah, like, right. to drop off these <laughs> right. appliances. Right. You know, like literally finding who, anybody like, they can that will fucking come and do it. So it, it's not just that and it, it, there's nothing you know, there's nothing um it's just what it is. Yeah. It's what it is that that do it right the first time mentality is so far gone because doing it right the first time means you don't get a follow-up, you know, business call, you know, yeah. it's, we're, yeah. we're, we're of the train of thought right now where it's like, do it wrong. Yeah. Absolutely do it wrong. So that Make you them can bill back. them right. to, to come, you know, to come Sub- back subscription and, and, model, <laughs> you know, it's like, whatever you do, don't do it right. You know, but, but I'm so with you. It's like, I don't ever want to go back. I just want to get, you know, get mine the first go around. Cause all that to me, like, I I think a long time ago, I started realizing like, um, that I saw people who had to receive phone calls all day long with problems. Yeah. You know, whether it was my dad, you know, it's like, so if my dad's a one man crew, love my dad, d- does great work. Shout out Michael. Um, hey, not the most efficient. We can agree on that, right, Dad? But anyway, so, <laughs> um, like my dad is constantly living. I guess I'm 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 kind of like figuring this out like right now, but like, um constantly living in like a state of like 
what's my next phone call? What's it going to be? And like, yeah. you know, like how pressing or dire is it going to be? You know, is it going to be um, the prison that needs their gate, their gates not working and like right. they need it fixed? Is it going to be, you know, just the, the, the laundry list of, of work he's done for people. And I'm not saying that like, he did a bad job installing it right now. Sure. Like, he did this job at the prison, you know, 15 years ago, or right. I'm just making shit up. You know what right. I'm saying? But like constantly under the thought of like, what's this next phone call going to be? Whereas yeah. like, I'm trying, like, I don't, I'm not trying, but like I could leave my phone for a day and I could have that like paranoia that like, Oh my God, I'm missing so many calls and oh, texts yeah, and I'm sure. And I get back to it. Not nothing. a single thing, nothing. not a single missed call, nothing. So it's like, to me, I feel like that's pretty like stress-free, yeah. you know? It's like what versus then let's bring up like Trevor, you know, sure. running gas stations, running convenience stores, run, you know, it's like every phone call that could come to him is like a possible, like, it's a problem. Oh shit. Yep. Yeah. You know? And it's just like that, whole like mentality of like the do it right the first time i think saves you a lot of those phone calls yeah so but but then again it's also just life because you want those phone calls because those are you know those phone calls it's like work you know it's like hey okay people are calling me they clearly like the work i do they need you know so and and that's you know the positive out of that is like you know, you want to have work, but you don't want to have that. Like, you know, it's like, I, I feel like, which is why I'm not a roofer, but like, could you imagine just like you're a roofer and every single time it rains, like you have to like hope that the customer you just did a roof for, isn't going to call you and yeah, say right. my roof is fucking leaking. Right. You know, it's just like, so, and that's why no one wants to work anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the beauties of my job is that usually, usually, even if something gets fucked up, it can be fixed in short order. And most of the time, I'm not the person that has to do the fixing. But yeah, that mentality of like, I mean, but it happens to me. I know there's times when I see my phone ring and see who's calling. I'm like, this is going to be a problem. I already know this is a problem. Like, and, you know, I try to curb it by knowing what the problem is before they even call. So when they call, I can just be like, yep, I already know. I'm already on it. It's getting fixed. Don't worry about it. Like I saw, I got it. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's funny. I don't know why this memory just popped into my head. I guess you were talking about, you know, having people come do things for you. But there was, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago. My mom still had carpets in her living room and uh, they, they were dirty. They'd gotten stained over the years from, you know, wine glasses and and, you know, they just... I'd gotten kind of torn up. So I wanted to have them cleaned for like professionally cleaned. And this might've been during COVID. And uh, so I, you know, I just Googled, you know, best carpet cleaners, Manchester, Connecticut, went to the third one to avoid Google search engine optimization. And, and so I call these people and they're like, yep, get it all scheduled. They come out and clean. Nobody ever asked me for money. At no point did anybody ever ask me for money. So they came and did this like, $180 carpet cleaning job and just never got paid. Like when I called to schedule it, nobody asked me for payment. When the guy went and saw my mom, I'm like, did he leave an invoice or anything? She's like, nope. I'm like, okay. And then so I still, (laughs) so 
she doesn't have carpets anymore. She ripped them up and put hardwood in. But I still get text messages from this carpet cleaning service every once in a while. And I'm like, eh, call, call them up, you know, but like, you know, another aspect to that is if you're going to do a job, get paid for it. <laughs> like if you're going to do your work, Dude, do you know how many, it. do you know how many absolute billions are sitting in, um, just invoices that haven't been paid. They're just sitting there that nobody sends out. And then think about like, Oh yeah, well, um, Miss Susie over here, she works at, you know, MLS oil company. Yeah. And, you know, they did, you know, they're, they got a chaotic boss and, uh, they don't really know what's going on. And she had that stack of papers there that she meant to file and send out all those bills. And, um, she got sick and she doesn't work here anymore. And they came and cleaned the office and you know, whatever, like who, like who the hell knows you could make up any scenario. Yeah. And it's like, just, okay. Yeah. They didn't get paid. They didn't get paid. Right. My dad's got a list of list in his phone. He's like, I gotta, I gotta send invoices to these people. And it's like 25 people. I'm like, when did you do that job? He's like, 20, uh, it would have been funnier if I said like 1998, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like 2004, but like, it's like, dude, you got to get your money. Like you got to be, and that's, and that's it. You got a bunch of people. You got an era of people who work and want to do the shit and don't want to do any part of the paperwork. And maybe it's because they didn't ever get taught how to do pay- you know they're just not paperwork people and it's just yeah. like you know it's like and this can roll right into the the ppp shit dude if you had an accountant that did books properly and you had a business you could have gotten free money like you could not even think about sure i mean we're talking millions yeah. like millions of dollars in that ppp money that is just um what is the word Un- um unforget uh unclaimed or forgiven no like oh, they're forgiven. not um, yeah. yeah they're not yeah they're not it's not it like uh no one's paying that back yeah you know but you had to have some sort of a, a structured business you right. had to be able to show right you know it's like that yeah, you carried employees. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh well, then you had people buying Ferraris and shit with the money and you know. Right. And but they stuff. got arrested, but like yeah. just say you use that money to put back into your business. Right. You know, it's like Yeah, and there were smart people that did, but um we're gonna we're gonna run out of time here and before we go down another tangent and have to wait a ten minute cool. The down. the path of wrath, I guess. The path of wrath. That's what this episode is. That's too bad. Called. A hundred percent. But yeah, man, interesting times. And hey, next week's Christmas. So fucking A rights. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's do it soon, Chrissy. Um, Benny, that's 198 in the books. Proud of you, man. Great job. Hey, I'm proud of you. Way to not not take that five last night on that guy. 
We're not two minutes. What if you just start carrying? We can start carrying yeah. steps around. It's like I'll take a two minute slashing right now, buddy. You're catching. Team. You're catching a butt end to the teeth. I'll toss me. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, boy, that's a match penalty, Aaron. You can't come back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But uh, anyways, great chat, buddy. Hey. Love you. Love you.